Hello and welcome to this Thursday, July 25th, 2019 episode of Tesla Sidekick. Today's episode is about the Model Y and um, what makes it unique. What makes the Model Y special from, say, the Model S or the 3 or the X? So I rewatched the Model Y unveiling, the reveal, and then I went back and looked at some of the uh, cargo capacities, and from what I found with the Model Y, the cargo capacity is about 66 cubic feet. The Model S is about 30, I mean 58, and the Model 3 is... Not on here. So the X is 88, and this is 66, so it's less. Now, it does seat 7, up to 7. That is an extra cost. They are charging between 39000 and 60000 60000 for the 3.5-second performance model versus 39000 for the 5.9-second zero to 60 uh, you know standard range model it's got great handling um, low center of gravity it's uh, supposedly going to you know handle like a sports car but have storage that like a um, you know a crossover would have x stood for crossover so this is like an even smaller crossover now the prius is said to have 63 cubic feet so that's a, a relatively small car too but it doesn't have the seating capacity from what i've been able to tell now some other things that were mentioned at the unveiling really go into what makes this so interesting because as they were ramping up for the model 3 they slowed down on uh, you know their their battery business for Powerwall, Powerpack, they slowed down on the, the superchargers. They have about 12,000 superchargers, but now they have uh, Generation 3 coming out, which will charge about 1,000 miles per hour. Uh, so that's like amazing. People will be able to charge up their vehicles much quicker. Um, so what makes this different than the past, like with the Model 3 launch or anything like that? Well, this is more of an ideal vehicle. It's more space. You lose a little bit of range, it costs a little bit more money, but you have a lot more storage space. You can seat more people. The seats go down in the back to make it uh, so you can fit all kinds of stuff. It's almost like a, um, a van, someone said. They can get almost as much in, in their Model X as a van. Now, the Model S was designed so that you could have almost SUV-like features in a sedan, and that's what... I think the Model uh, Y is really offering. It's kind of offering the benefits of a Model S, but with the price and um, you know slower speed, stuff like that, of the Model 3. And then the Model X is really interesting. He calls it a Fabergé egg um, of the Teslas because it's kind of like a showcase of, okay, these are things we, we tried out just for fun. 
and yesterday's episode was about the Model X, and I don't really know where its future really lies. There is some towing capacity, things like that, but once the truck comes out, it's kind of one of those things where the you've got like points. It's the Model 3, Model Y, Model X. Well, really, it's the Model 3, Model Y, Model S, Model X. And I think that is probably the way it should go. That's the way it goes with price. That's the way it goes with everything other than performance. The performance isn't going to be... You're going to get better performance in the S than the X, I'm pretty sure. Um, let me look at the 0 to 60 in the X. So the Model X in the uh, P100D, I'll just go to their website. This is taking longer than I had anticipated. It's the quickest SUV the Model X is. Now it had 305 miles of range. Its acceleration was 2.7 seconds, zero to 60. Up to seven adults as well. So it, it's, it's really unique. It offers more space, it offers more performance, it offers a little bit more luxury. They really have made a unique lineup, I mean, for most people, they're going to go for the Model 3 or Y, but the people that have more money are going to probably go with the S or X because they're better. Um, it really just depends on your income level and how much money you have to spare. Now, I don't know that we're ever going to see like the $20,000 Tesla because of autonomous driving that may be quite a long way away I really don't know what just what we are going to ultimately see with um, with Tesla's long term because it's going to become a robo taxi company it's a transportation company I don't know how many people are going to be owning their vehicles I don't know what the overall cost is going to be I don't even know if Elon Musk really knows how it's going to play out other than he's just trying to make the safest cars. He did say that safe is, safety is the number one priority, and I think that's why the autopilot is such an important thing to him. He's even mentioned it in the past about how autopilot, um, you know, a guy fell asleep, and if, you know, autopilot would have been in the car, then the guy wouldn't, wouldn't have uh, fallen asleep, and I think someone died. I'm not entirely sure. Um, he said someone tried suing. So there are a couple things. But, you know, any anytime anyone dies in an accident, that's unfortunate. And Tesla is really focusing on making the safest cars and autopilot, both the safest hardware and safest software. One of the other things that he mentioned during the unveil that I just want to mention is that the Gigafactory 3 is actually combining what Fremont and Gigafactory 1 are into one. So this is like so significant what is happening in Shanghai. And I cannot wait to find out more information. There's not a whole lot of information. Not many people are doing the kinds of podcasts about this stuff. They're just talking about the cars. They're not really talking about 
what it really means in the big scheme of things, what Tesla is about, the Gigafactory is about, um, the suppliers. And I really am going to find out what it takes to become a supplier to Tesla, what it takes to get this stuff manufactured, because I really want to, not I want, I am putting together the infrastructure to have Tesla's manufactured in Michigan. So to do that, I need to learn all this stuff. And that's why I started this show, really, is so that I can start manufacturing for Tesla because I want to um, push forward the advent of sustainable um, energy. I want Michigan to be cutting edge for both vehicle, housing, and energy, um, and more. I think that we are a unique place for manufacturing and the future of manufacturing. That's what's really unique, is the future of manufacturing is a lot different than what we've seen in the past, and what I want to do here with Tesla is kind of highlight that, um, that manufacturing has changed, and that in order to keep up with the global demand of things we need to rethink of how we are actually building factories and how we're building cities and now is the time we can actually do the kind of experiments that they tried to do a hundred years ago tesla is going to be doing experiments like we've never seen before um, things that we weren't able to see because they didn't have the video cameras and the, the kind of ways to document back then a hundred years ago we're going to see some unique things. We're going to see some Tesla Landia, like Ford Landia in Brazil. We're going to see Tesla cities. I'm quite, quite sure of it around these gigafactories. So thank you for watching another episode of Tesla Sidekick.